written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to all the spirits of the righteous, made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to, and to the sprinkle... Um, lost in place. Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks, if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth. How much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? At that, at that time, his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship our God acceptably with reverence and awe, because our God is a consuming fire. Lord, speak to our hearts as we go forward in this service, Lord. Speak to our hearts as we go into the word, Jesus. We wait on you, Lord. We ask for your presence right in our homes, right in our houses, right in this room. In Jesus' name, amen. It would be weird to not address what's going on in the world today and to just come in and have church like normal, that would be strange. So what I, I really wanted was I got alone with the Lord yesterday and I said, God, what is it that you want to say to your people in the light of what's going on? And the Lord just, he gave me that verse. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and how we can respond as Christians, how we can live as Christians and as kingdom people in an environment where things might be a little shaky. So we're going to start with verse 23 where it says, To the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven, you have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. That blood being the blood of Jesus. We have to understand in a time like this, we have to fall back on the bloodshed sacrifice of Jesus. Because Jesus Christ shed his blood so we could walk in a new, better covenant. As kingdom people, we can walk through trials. We can walk through tumultuous times. We can walk through all of this with the assurance that Jesus Christ has paid the price for us to live in a brand new covenant. So as Christians in this world, what, what's in this covenant that Jesus paid for? Well, number one, not number one meaning importance, just number one in the list I'm giving you. There's healing. There's healing. Our God is a healer. There is no disease that's too big for him. There is no situation that is un unstoppable. Our God is able to heal and he's able to do it supernaturally. We don't need to walk with this fear of being sick and being, being afflicted because we can have faith that even if we were to become sick or afflicted, that our God can absolutely, positively, 100% heal us. I would say amen, but nobody's in here, but amen. <laughs> There's freedom in that covenant. The freedom that we have to not live in fear, the freedom that we have to not live in bondage. You don't have to be shackled up by the constructs of this world. You don't have to be locked in to, to, to the system that the world is having right now. You can have freedom in Jesus to live and believe that we prosper no matter what's happening because our economy and our health and 
All of that is based on our relationship with him, not based on anything else in this world. So don't be bound up by fear. Don't be bound up by not knowing what's going to happen next. But just believe that, hey, Jesus Christ, whom the Son sets free, he's free indeed. We are free indeed from all of those things. That covenant offers us salvation. That means that in a time like this, we can go to our God and we can say, Lord, save me. Save me from the, from the pestilence. Save me from the sickness. Save me from, from the fear. Save me from the worry. Save me from myself. You know, you might not have ever accepted Jesus, and we'll give you a chance for that later, but salvation is in Jesus. It's not in anything else, and what's happening is we've got to start understanding and looking towards him because that's our salvation and our deliverer is Jesus Christ, and he's also our Passover lamb. Just like in the Old Testament where they'd rub the blood of the, of, the, of the lambs that were sacrificed on the doorposts so that it would pass over them, the death angel would pass over them. The blood of Jesus is a better version of that. You need to, in this time, declare the blood of Jesus over your life over your home, over your finances, because that blood will cover you and has a supernatural power that will cause things that affect the world to pass over you because we are living from that covenant. Amen. I'm getting excited. <laughs> uh, so you've got to just remember, hey, go around your house today. Go around your kids today. Go around your family, your friends today, not in large numbers and small numbers, <laughs> and, uh, and just pray the blood of Jesus over them. Pray the protection of Jesus over them because he is able. Verse 25 says this, see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on the earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? Now is the time to listen to God. Now is the time to tune in to the word, to tune in to what Jesus is saying. We have a lot of voices right now, a lot of media, a lot of, a lot of panic, a lot of what's going to happen, a lot of things being drummed up to, to be scary, and a lot of fear can come to that. But now is the time to listen to the one who speaks to us from heaven. Now is the time to listen to the one who speaks to us from the throne. Now is the time to listen to the one who says, I can do all things and I do them well. You see, now is the time to hunker down and say, Jesus, what is it that you have to say to me? What is it that, not what the world is saying, not what the panic is saying, not what my emotions are saying, not what the news is saying, but Lord, what are you saying? So how can we really hear what he's saying? First, we need to just get in the word. When we get in the word, we can start to see the promises of God. There are going to be times where you're not going to be able to go out. You're not going to be able to do things right now. Take that time to sit with your family and read through the Bible. Read through the promises Jesus has given us and find your security in that. I know what the facts say. I know factually there are certain things, but the truth is God's word, and the truth is what we live from, and God's word is what we live from. We need to spend time in prayer during this time. Ask God for a strategy. Ask God what's next. Ask God what he would have you do during this time because he is able to speak to you today just as clearly as he spoke to the prophets in the Bible. He can speak to you just as clearly as he speaks to any pastor, any preacher, anybody. So just spend time in the word, spend time in prayer. And now is really the time to turn to God. 
so often we turn to so many other things, so many other, other comforts, so many other stress relievers, so many other things that make us feel, you know, safe and secure. No, now is the time to turn to him and get our wisdom and our knowledge from him, not from anywhere else. We can't function and focus in a world that's going crazy if we don't have the word of God in our hearts, in our minds, and in our souls. Verse 26 says this. This is my favorite part. At this time, his voice shook the earth, but now he is promised, once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of things that can be shaken, that is, all created things, so that, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. If you have watched the news or you have heard, the kingdoms of the world have been shaken. There is a shaking going on. The financial systems have been shaken. The health systems have been shaken. Everything is being shaken, and it feels like every single thing that we have put our trust in can be falling down. But this is a time where those false idols can finally fall down. This is a time where we can really start to reevaluate where we've put our trust. Because right now, the things that are being shaken are some things that we thought, well, our life is like this, and it's going to stay like this, and this is stable, and this is, this is how it goes. But now everything is mixed up, and everything is confusing. But there is something that can't be shaken, and that's the kingdom of God. So let's use this time as a church to reevaluate what it is we're putting our trust in, what it is we're putting our hope in, what it is we're putting our faith in, who it is we're putting our trust and hope in. We need to reevaluate what kingdom we've been sowing in. Have we been storing up treasures on the earth? Have we been storing up treasures around us? Have we been sowing into the kingdom only of the world? Because when those things pass away and those things are no longer what, what we're able to access, there's only one thing that's going to be left, and that is the kingdom of God. And Christians, as you watch and as you listen, understand we have received the unshakable kingdom. Unshakable. Unshakable. That's the name of this message. If there are people in here right now, I'd say turn to your neighbor and say unshakable. It is an unshakable kingdom. As Christians, we are called to be ministers. We are called to bring that unshakable kingdom to the world right now. That unshakable kingdom. Because it doesn't matter what the earth's economy does because we live in God's economy. It doesn't matter what the earth's health is doing. We live in God's covenant health. It doesn't matter what's happening in the earth kingdom when we live from the unshakable kingdom. And to be ministers of that kingdom in this time is essential and is critical because we are the ones who need to speak to the world and say, wait a minute, there is peace in Jesus. We can be ministers of God's peace right now. We can call people. We can email people. We, can see, we might see some people, and we can say to them, don't fear. In this world, there will be trouble, but Jesus has already overcome it. 
In this world, there's going to be confusion and chaos, but there is a peace that passes all understanding. And that peace comes from knowing that I have peace with the Almighty. That peace comes from knowing that Jesus cares and Jesus knows and Jesus can help us and will help us. We can go out and spread that peace. We can go out and spread the hope of Jesus. The hope of Jesus that says, it doesn't matter what things look like. We know that he is in complete control of our lives because we walk in his covenant. We know that there is hope. There are people who are very fearful right now. There are people who are very scared right now. There are people that don't know where this is going. We as Christians are told in the Bible to always be able to give an account for the hope that we have. Now is the time to share the gospel. Now is the time to say, no, there is hope. No, there is, there is something better beyond this. This isn't the end for you. This isn't the end for me. Our kingdom is unshakable. And the other thing we can do in this time is help. There might be people you know that are older who, who shouldn't be going out in public, who, who shouldn't be going. There might be people who aren't in school who, who don't have food to eat during the week. As Christians, we can help. As Christians, we can make sandwiches and give them out. As Christians, we can go grocery shopping for people. As Christians, we can, we can check on our neighbors. We can care for people and really use this time for the gospel of Jesus. Use this time to show people, no, the church is the answer to the world. The church is the answer for sickness. The church is the answer. And let's just band together because what's happening now is it's time where a great revival can occur. Because right now we are seeing the things that are shaken and we are seeing the things that are unsteady and we are going to now have to really make a true, honest decision on what kind of Christian we're going to be. Are we going to be a Christian who lives from the kingdoms of this world, who compartmentalizes our faith, who compartmentalizes Jesus to Sunday or small group or life group or this or that, or are we going to ha or be a Christian who lives from his kingdom that is unshakable, that says, you know what, I am steady, I am strong. Because what's happening now is it's really a test. And that test is, hey, are we going to live in that kingdom? It also says that our God is an all-consuming fire. That's, I love that. That's amazing to me. That means our God is this powerful being who can consume whatever's going on in the world, can consume any issue, and completely take care of it. We are not worshiping and putting our faith in a small, tiny God who can't do anything or may do something or this. We are putting our faith in God Almighty who breathed the heavens into existence, God who spoke the earth into existence, God who sent his son for us, the same God that created all things. That is our God that we believe in. We believe in a God who died on a cross and paid the price so we don't have to live in fear, so we don't have to live in sickness, so we don't have to live in anxiety. And right now, Christians, we have to get that peace and get that hope and get that understanding that Jesus says, this kingdom is unshakable and I am the Passover lamb. I am the one who will help you. If we call out to him, he will be glad to meet us. He'll be glad to meet us. 
I want to take a minute too before we kind of we kind of move on and close out to ask you maybe you're in this and you've never actually accepted Jesus and you're saying you know I uh, I'm hearing what you're saying and I, I feel shaky and I feel scared and I feel afraid and I feel like I don't know what's gonna happen I want to invite you to come to Jesus I don't know what you've heard about Jesus I don't know if you think you have to clean up for Jesus or be perfect, but you don't. All you have to do is say, Lord, come into my life. Come into my heart. I want to give you my life. Because in these times, in any times really, but in these times, this can be your moment. This can be your moment that you say, Jesus, I give it all to you just how I am. I'm not perfect. I might be dirty, I might be messed up, but I'm scared and I'm confused. But Jesus, I'm going to run to you. We want you to partake in this covenant, to partake in this unshakable kingdom. I'm going to pray just a simple salvation prayer, and you're welcome to to pray it with me. Then we're going to move on to just pray for a couple other things before we close out. But if you want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ, and you want to have that security, and you want to have that freedom, and that healing, and that protection, then I invite you this morning. Just let's do it. No more waiting. Time's up. No more running. Time's up. So if you want to accept the Lord, there's nothing magical about this prayer. It's just something I'm going to say to help give you language. So just repeat it after me. Jesus, I'm a sinner and I'm sorry. I believe you died for me on the cross. And I accept your forgiveness. And I come into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that, message us on Facebook or, or, or email us. At, at, um, you can find our emails on our website. We want to know. We want to pray for you. We want to... We want to help you. We want you to share this later so others can, can see the message later. Um, the final thing I wanted to do is our president has called for a national day of prayer. No matter what your politics are, we can all agree on prayer. <laughs> so I want to take a moment, and even if you're watching online, just bow your head and let's go to the prayer because I believe that this is the most important step. Oh, Father God, Lord, we're thankful because we know that you, you, your heart is good. We're thankful because we know that you can be trusted. We're grateful because we know that in you there is healing and freedom. Lord, we ask that you would touch our health care workers, God. Provide safety for them, Lord. We ask that you would protect them. We ask that you would guard them. Lord, we ask that nothing would come near to them. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. Father, we lift up the elderly in our community, God. We ask that you would just cover them and protect them. We believe that you are able to do that, God. Father, for the children in our communities, Lord. 
just begin to touch them and work in them and guard them. Father, in Jesus' name, we join together right now and we command in the name of Jesus that this virus would dry up and it would die and it would stop. Right now, we draw a bloodline around our country and around our world and we say no more. And in the name of Jesus, we stand in agreement, not just our church, but the church in general, the church of the world. And we stand in agreement today and in prayer and we say our kingdom is unshakable and our king is unstoppable and we bind every demonic power that is in this disease. Lord, it is not a disease that is from you, Lord. No, you're not like that, God. And just like Jesus rebuked the power that was in the storm, the power that was in the wind, he rebuked it just like it was demonic. We rebuke this virus. And we say together as a church, enough is enough. And we call for the miraculous power of the Holy Spirit to sweep and heal our land. We are believing you for that, Lord Jesus. You're so worthy. You're so good. You're so powerful. And we know that we are not to live in a state of fear. We know that we're not to live in a state of panic. We know that we're not to live in a state of not knowing what's going to happen. Because we know who we believe in. And we believe in you. So Jesus, strengthen us, guide us, empower us, Lord. Empower us to serve, empower us to minister your kingdom. Right now, if you're watching and you need some type of healing, I would just, I would just say just raise your hands. Get into a posture of worship, and I'm going to pray right now that the Lord Jesus would come and heal you and touch your body. Back pain, go in Jesus' name. Shoulder pain, go in Jesus' name. Stomach issues, go in Jesus' name. I speak to every person who has anxiety, and in the name of Jesus, we command that anxiety to be calmed. You did not give us a spirit of fear, Lord, but you gave us a spirit of power and self-control. Lord, we take authority over that. Every fear, Lord. We are kingdom people. And you are our king. And we love you, Jesus, so much. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to thank you so much for watching. We'll see kind of what happens next week. Stay tuned to our Facebook. Whoa, I almost fell. <laughs> Stay tuned to our Facebook page and our... Uh, email and and we'll send out some text too to kind of keep you keep you informed god bless you have a wonderful day